If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. She better sing. Yeah, she better sing. And she also okay. better uh, kick the truth to the young black youth. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. That was a message to all the people who... I got a lot of messages last, about our show last week. Um, all good, but some prying. You know what I'm saying? Like Uh-oh. a lot of people were in my DMs asking me, you know, you was turned up on this episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh my God, from start to finish. Like, you know what I'm saying? What was you What was you drinking or was you on? You know what I'm saying? Whatever, fuck. So, okay. Hi, I thought fine. it was only right if I came back to the show this week and reminded you motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that all of my business belongs to me. Mind your business. <laughs> Mind your business. That's all I got to say. And thank you. <clears throat> Real short and sweet this week. The, the intro was petite. It was petite. <laughs> so that being said, welcome to the friend zone. You're looking to all things mental wellness, mental health, and mental hygiene. Because you know what? Who wants a musty brain? I know I don't, and I know you guys don't either. So, friend, how are you doing? I'm good. And... I have to throw out a little a little something to our listenership because there was some people oh. that were um, shooting their shot at you, Dustin Ross. <laughs> shooting their shot at who? At you. Really? This, they, uh, this person was tweeting their friend. Their friend, I guess, had tweeted about how you were lit in that episode. And then that person was like, man... They've been trying to like get your attention for the longest. And then she was like, well, you responded to their Twitter. And then he was like, hopefully Dustin sees this. So I, me being me, press like <laughs> on the tweet. <laughs> 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 Just to, you know, ruffle some feathers. I was like, this is going to be funny. And then, you know, All right. I'll show you later. So you got to show me. Yeah, you got to show me who they are or whatever. And, you know, I'm going to be honest if I'm into it. You I know mean, what I'm saying? I will say yeah. the person is very good looking. So Okay. 
That, oh, mo- that was the motivation. <laughs> I was like, you know, let me just, you know. All right, well, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> Even though I so know let me Justin see a walk, t- walk, 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 walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah, ho, yeah, I know that you can talk. You talk a lot of shit, but let me see if you can walk. So let me see you walk into my DMs with it. What's up? Oh, I'm not, shit. I'm, I'm friendly. Look at us. Look at this. Threw you some bad. everybody who we ain't talking to right now. <laughs> All of my business belongs to me. Mind your business. Thank you. I love this. So I am okay. I I um, tweeted. Yeah, I had to throw that out there. I thought that was super cute. I love when y'all be shooting your shot. That should be making me laugh. Um, but I took... This is the second weekend in a row that I set a boundary and did not do any work. I was actually tweeting about that yesterday, I think. So I feel good. I'm slight, like coming back to myself, feeling a little more rejuvenated. And it helps that it is beautiful outside. 68. What is it today? It was 68 Amen. yesterday. Ooh. I had my heat 69 on. 69 tonight. Okay. I had my heat on because it was cold last week and then I traveled and then came back and it was 68 and my Dustin was making fun of my plants saying that they looked over at me like, bitch, if you don't turn <laughs> yeah, off the your heat. Your plants like came home like, by the time you fancy you coming home, nah. <laughs> Look at this Fancy one. you coming around this part, <laughs> see? I was about to say, that's the one right there leaned in. Talk about, yes, my plant sick of I'm friend. so happy she's back. It's doing like this. <laughs> Are y'all excited that it's nice out? Are y'all about to be outside? Any, Hells yeah. Any Vaccinated and ready to, you know what? Yeah, I got plans. Y'all saw Ari Lennox <laughs> has a show in Brooklyn. Are we going? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we have plans. Yeah. What's the date? Um, it's soon, actually. Is like it, end of July? Oh, it's the end of July. I thought it was oh, next month. Let's Actually, let's shout it we out. We in that thing. Because, you know, Ari Lennox is our homie. Absolutely. Um, so we want to. Sh- That's right. We got to get Ari her back Lennox. on the show now because her old shit is flipped. I mean, like, I have questions. Look at this. I mean, she is just. Look, like. Y'all better tweet her too. Be like, don't be acting bougie, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> I love she her. She's been looking man. bomb as hell. Yes. She's been looking she, so fucking good. And I'm just happy to see her out happy and in stuff. Because I know that was one of her goals to really like tighten up and get healthy. Remember she was changing her diet and saying she wanted to stop eating candy because she was addicted to sugar. Hell yeah. So it's nice to see that she really locked in. Yeah. So it's called opening mm. night. It's Saturday, July 31st in Brooklyn. And doors are free with RSVP. Um, you can go to Brick Celebrate BK's Twitter. That's at B-R-I-C celebrate bk and yeah and it has the link flyer. there you see ari lennox looking good on the fly for that as well oh yeah you know I'm so cute so we gotta yes. pull up july 31st i definitely am gonna say less that, right i'm i hopefully we in there in the good seat no that's why i was like because it's free so you know that's about to be crazy but we will be there somehow some way exactly. um had to put that out there mm-hmm. but everything's good how are you guys feeling asante you have the um the black business of the week for us, right? I do, I do, I do. You, uh, I want to give a shout out to y'all on the emails for sending in black businesses as yeah, y'all always do. I love that y'all always put the subject. All of the subject. This is the blackest. But um, for this black, for this black business, this comes from Aaliyah Brown. Yeah, she. Aaliyah black. writes in black business. Somebody named Aaliyah okay. Brown uh, is black. Okay, <laughs> that be that's the black. So this one is. 
COVID cleaning. She says, I'd like to share my cousin's business based out of Cleveland, Ohio. It's called Cleaning Things. The owner, Akindria, has been in the cleaning business for over 12 years and birthed this business just last year during quarantine. She specializes general, deep, and COVID-19 cleaning. Quality over quantity is the mantra she lives by. Additionally, she does travel to all Ohio cities and surrounding states. So if you want to check her out, make sure you guys check out Aaliyah's uh, hookup, Akendria, at cleaninthings.com. So that's C-L-E-A-N, the letter N, T-H-I-N-G, the letter Z, dot com. We so love cleaning a Z. things. You can go, you can look. <laughs> love a Z. Nice professional website, testimonials. You can schedule your appointment. You can get more information on the services she provides. I say check her out. It's COVID season. It's quarantine season. It's almost about to be post-quarantine, so you want to make sure you get rid of all no, the COVID, okay, so it don't come <laughs> back. So, yeah, if you're in the Ohio area or surrounding, check out a Kendria and I tell her the friends on sent you. So that's cleaninginthings.com. And, yeah, that's it for the Black Business of the Week. It was pretty black to me. Thank you, Aaliyah. That's dope, too, because I'm going to have um, a similar cleaning company in Charlotte, North Carolina, that I'll be able to shout out in the next couple of weeks, too. So I like this. Everybody's dope. getting their Super entrepreneurship on. Clean. Yeah, I mean, get your money. Um, so last week's episode, let's jump into the recap, was titled Preguntas on the Piso. Who do you think named that one? <laughs> As Socr- Socrates. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Socrates. <laughs> it was a shoot the shit episode, meaning there was no hot button, no segments, just whatever wanted to come up. And as always, those are your favorite episodes. And those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? If you would be so kind, I would like to know who stood out to you first. Yeah. So <laughs> are you in the SoundCloud streets? Are you in the tweets? No, actually, I'm in the Patreon streets this week. <laughs> <laughs> so Cola be talking. Cola be talking. It just hit me what her name is. Um, She said the point about Cynthia Erivo not looking like Aretha is why I couldn't get into the Wu-Tang series on effects. I wanted to love it, but the mismatched casting took me out of it. And you know what? That's so funny because I remember watching the Wu-Tang show on effects and literally not knowing who anybody was supposed to be because it was so... Just mm. no one looked like anybody, like at all, not even a little bit. And so I thought that was an interesting combo that we just kind of stumbled into last week because a lot of people were hitting us up saying that they have always felt the same way. Just like if the person doesn't look like who they're portraying, um, like, you know, who did a, an awesome job that I totally got into it. Um what is her name that she kind of looks like Rihanna? Andre Day. Yes, Andre Day doing Billie Holiday. Not that she looked like her, but she really embodied it. I felt. I don't know. I don't know if you guys mm. felt that way. I, I agree. Yeah, like a lot of people weren't really into it, but I was into it. I was like, she embodied that role. She like the really her was voice. into it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that movie with kind of um defies that because she did not look like her but she made you feel like it was her so sometimes it can't work but i agree the wu-tang series as much as i wanted to love it i couldn't really get into it um one last one that actually this has more to do with the binge but i wanted to throw it out there because i thought it was so funny so jay said i was talking to my father because he's very uncle kevin like 
about okay. the tapping on the car that Kevin was doing. I wanted to see if he knew why he was doing it. He said it's to check for previous body work that was done. Kind of like when a wall has been patched, the sound will be different as you tap around the vehicle. And for those of you who are like, who the hell is Kevin? What are y'all talking about? We have a show called The Binge where we binge different shows that are on Netflix, Amazon, whatever. And we started out with uh, Buried by the Bernards, which Dustin has been facilitating. And we had an episode where one of the main characters was looking to buy a car and was tapping around it. And we were like, what is he doing? What exactly is that tapping? So Jay blessed us with that information, which is funny because she said her father is very Kevin-like. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what Kevin is like. <laughs> yo, daddy. Regine, yo, daddy. Asante, did you find that email? Yeah, so actually, I wanted to pull an email that I f- had from the week before its episode because it, since it was a shoot the shit last right, week, we yeah. didn't get to do any of those. But uh, th- this one came from Jore, and the subject was reality TV therapy does exist. Uh, for that episode, we were talking about reality TV, uh, how we yeah. comment on it, how people are seen and treated on it, uh, a whole plethora of things. So Jory writes in, hey, friends, huge fan of the show. Asante's hot button issue immediately reminded me of what Love Island, the UK reality dating show, had to begin implementing due to the multiple suicides contestants what? had committed from being on the show. For, for context, if you've never watched the show, Love Island is set up similarly to Big Brother, with episodes coming on every day. Viewers also have a say in voting off certain people from the show, so forming an opinion about these people uh, one has never met is really easy. Once a contestant leaves the island, they're immediately met with the public's formative opinions about them with no real editing slash breathing time mm-hmm. in between as compared to other pre-recorded reality shows. Due to the multiple tragedies, the production has implemented an all senior team members working on Love Island receiving mental health first aid training includes learning about the symptoms of common issues such as depression, anxiety and suicide ideation and how to approach and assess various situations and then refer them to the most appropriate form of treatment. The, and they also have to uh, one of the other things they have implemented is the use of psychological consu- consultants mm-hmm. throughout the show and post-show therapy sessions for contestants. And it was a minimum of eight sessions for all. And contestants also received training for life after the show, focused in areas such as social media and financial management. Just wanted to share that with you all. Reality TV therapy does exist and should be expanded upon and shared across the board. Wow. Yes, I completely agree. It should be expanded and shared across the board because knowing that they do all that for some damn love island, like granted the people, you know, under any lens are going to get judged for whatever. But the fact that a, a dating show like Love Island has decided to take so much care with their contestants and even kind of manage them a little bit, you know, giving them some financial training and all that. Like that's super, super dope. And I wish that that was something that was implemented all the the way around or across the board or as we evolve. But I guess people don't want to encourage, I guess people going out for reality TV or whatever the case, but this is a good example of how it could be a good situation potentially. So thank you for that. Yeah, that's really interesting. Ross, what did you find out? (laughs) Jocelyn could have used that help. (laughs) Wait, you know what I was going to say? Even, um, And I know, I get it. People that watch these shows get really attached to the characters, especially when it's a reality TV show because it's not always a character. It's like an actual person being who they are. Um, But it does kind of freak me out. Like when I saw all the attention Portia was getting for her Mm -hmm. posts, and I get it, people are going to get their jokes off. But it was like, I was overwhelmed seeing the amount of attention she was getting because it was like... 
only thing my timeline was talking about at least for two, three days. So if I was seeing that as an outsider looking in, I can't imagine even... how she felt as the one who stole the man in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Now That's I, I totally get it. Get it's messy. Then. So people are going to have their opinions. And honestly, when you put your life out there like that, that's the trade off. So I get it, but I still was like, the fact that people care this much. I think that's all they I kept thinking. They was tearing her ass up. For three days straight. And I know people Ooh, were waiting. Did you see the clip? Of what? Never mind. I'll put it in my tweets. Go ahead. Okay, Go ahead. okay. Go I was ahead. like, wait, what clip? <laughs> oh, God. But, you know, it's just like the investment. I think it's the investment that people have. Because it's one thing to be like, damn. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating, It's one thing to be right? like, damn, what Portia did is fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And then just like comment and keep it moving. But it was like relentless like three days straight of people just talking about it all day all day all day i was like wow that's gotta be intense like what the fuck how are you gonna talk about me for three days super fast <laughs> but you know it also helped to get a spin off and, and don't even really know you know like we just know what we get from tv and, and we know enough to i guess still have an, an yeah, opinion right but just to see it all like blow up and then blow up and then new stuff popping up and then new statements or pictures here like all that stuff it just, is just like and wow. then she got a spinoff which I mean I, I guess that's what she wanted but I'll leave that for TV land because I know Dustin again <laughs> those of you who are watching can see him revving up that engine so I will leave that alone but I just felt like that was an example to me that I witnessed just how invested people can be in your life when you put it out there like that and especially <laughs> reality TV but Dustin what'd you find in the Twitter streets well, what I had originally slated to share with the audience this week, I'm going to can. So that's in Uh-oh. file 13. Now, you know, that's the garbage. <laughs> and I'm going to take 13. you to Portia Williams' Twitter account oh, because no. I know that you meant that with all your heart because you are a loving, kind soul friend. Right. And you really, were, you really felt for her as she had that onslaught of attention for stealing that woman's <laughs> husband. But anyway... Oh Let God. me just give you a glimpse into how she's doing currently. And then you, you know, I hope this can like just sort of cool your, you know, ease your, oh your heart God. a little okay. bit. Okay. okay. <clears throat> first thing she did, first thing she did was posted mood and uh, attached a video of Nicki Minaj driving, uh, <laughs> driving a Rolls Royce Cullinan SUV, which we know is a very expensive vehicle, with her arm hanging out the window to establish dominance and her husband in the passenger seat leaned back. Okay, Portia okay. said that's her move, so that's one. She's okay. agitating, I got you. The next, the next, Wait, tweet, the next tweet that I would like to highlight comes it from Nikki's Portia. Face for me. Yeah, with her arm out the window, with a with a with a with a uh, a Richard Millie and a uh, padded two watches on her wrist. Anyway, that's some Rihanna class tweet right there. I'm sorry. So Portia then Portia then responds to a tweet where somebody said, "I don't, I really don't know how to handle your ass right now." And so she says, "How about you kiss it with the lips emojis?" Okay. And the next tweet I want to attach, I want to show you is attached to this gorgeous photo of her. Portia is a stunningly beautiful oh, woman. Nice. I mean, wow. like that's gorgeous, beautiful. gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, but she says, mm-hmm. never look down to test the ground before taking your next step. Only he who keeps his eye fixed on the far horizon will find the right road. Dag Hammerskold, Phoenix, <laughs> hashtag Phoenix, hashtag love. So Portia don't give a damn. Friend. She, ain't, she don't give a fuck. 
They can say it till they blue in the face. She know that her nigga is worth $40 million and she don't give a fuck what five, what drawer she had to pull him out of. She don't care what cabinet she had to yank him off the shelf from. She don't give a damn. He's hers now. And that's how Portia feels. So I just wanted to share that right. with you um, from the Twitter streets. That's right. All. So you're saying you see she, how she was driving she's not that. Mariah Carey wall slide. <laughs> you see how she was driving that, that Rolls truck? <laughs> You seen it, friend. You seen it. You got it. You right. You right. You right. That's just me projecting because I, I just fuck. when Woo. people hive up like that, it just I'm like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a, mm-hmm. that's too much. And then if someone were to commit suicide or something, then people would be spreading the hotline right. number and saying maybe we should rethink how you know. It's like I don't. I don't know. I just yeah. I can't really mess with that. But but if she was having fun with it, then I mean, because <laughs> clearly she was agitating the people that were hitting her. So she said, "Listen, them larceny charges ain't sticking." <laughs> okay, she said, "I'm gonna beat the case and get away with it." So here we go. And you know, Nikki got that line where she was like, "Ain't talking housewives, but I'm in the Porsche." Remember she said that? Oh, so shit. that makes that tweet even sweeter. Funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Years later. Yes. And shout out Portia to Nikki too. Fuck. Like fine wine. Porsche like this nigga rich, and now he mine, and that's that's it. And when we get to TV land, I'll ask more questions yeah. because then I'll be able okay. to to get a a bigger picture. Because in reality, I don't know who these people are like that. I don't know. Who, I know their names. Neither because of do the Portia. Justin <laughs> <laughs> is killing me today, and with his Tabitha Brown liquor. You see his Zoom name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Don't take me back there. Uh, okay, so. I love doing that Tabitha Brown shit. That's so fun, y'all. It's so fun. Did you be having an accent? Oh my god! That was I've been practicing. Shit ever I've too. been practicing I like really an want instrument. Her to hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> me too. You're like, I, hope I can't. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them, but time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. This week's episode, I got inspired by something that happened to me yesterday. And then the conversations that we are seeing online the past couple of days, it all coincided. And you know me, I'm like, "Mm, collective, this is clearly a topic. Y'all know how the mystic zone gets. We tap in. We tapped in. So I was like, maybe it's something that we can explore in conversation. And I'd love to hear 
stories that you guys may have. So I was on a flight no heading problem. back, <laughs> flight heading back home last night, back to New York, and uh, the flight attendant had been staring at me. You know, I could feel he had a little energy, so I was like, okay, it is what it is. Uh, ignored it. Had on my my AirPods. Was you flying our you preferred? I'm sorry. Were you fly, flying our preferred? Oh, you got to say the name. You know. You know the stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, fly. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm chilling <laughs> in my little seat. She ain't no AKA. <laughs> 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 that was good. Put a boomch. I kind of got the colors. Not really. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm sitting chilling. Who knows what the hell? I was listening to some pod. Actually, I was listening to my, my friend Noni. Mononi Lamar's podcast she had an episode with her husband and they have beautiful babies just talking about being a creative and trying to balance family so I'm like in my bag listening to my friend be amazing and then you know he comes up to me and and starts motioning like he's trying to tell me something so I'm thinking he's gonna ask me if I want something to drink if I want snacks you know they ask you like what would you like so I take off my airpod and I'm like yes and he's like I just want you to know that I'm going to kidnap you and make you stay with me for 30 days. And then he walks off. <laughs> and I didn't even have time to to say anything to process it because it was like startling because I'm like, I'm thinking he's going to ask me if I want fucking biscuits, whatever those crackers are. Or right, some, the Biscoff thing. The Biscoffs, that's what it is. <laughs> You want a biscuit? You want peanut? And here he comes talking about kidnapping. So it just it was like what? Very disorienting. And I I was kind of mad at myself because I didn't say anything. Like I froze in that moment. And and then he comes back around. I go to use the bathroom, sit down in my seat. He comes back to me and and whispers again. And this is the part that I was mad at myself again because I'm like in that moment. I should have immediately been like, yo, you know, and, and just like said some shit. And he's like, I put glue in your chair so that you can't get up when everyone's deplaning and that's how I'm going to take you. And then walks off again. What? And I'm frozen, frozen. And so I was talking to the guys saying that it kind of bugs me out how there might be situations like when that Amazon thing happened where the police were shooting up at my terrace. I didn't, it was like a reflex. I didn't even have to think about it. I felt what I felt and I said what I said and went out there. But then in this instance, I'm frozen, should have said something and felt very, as Haas would put it, disembodied where it's like, I just like detached and and didn't even have the words, the language I didn't know what to say. I was telling them that there was this uh, black lady sitting across from me that had that motherly look like, you better say something, you know, like, because she was peeping game and I'm sure she heard and she seemed so uncomfortable. And it's like, I just didn't know what to say. And I froze, frozen. And then he, in a way, it, it pissed me off that I couldn't get a word out because it made him feel comfortable, obviously, thinking that I was game for that type of conversation or whatever the fuck he thought that was and then and then to make matters worse is an older white man 
So you already know how they look at us, you know, and and him thinking that that's okay. And me making him feel and he like fit that's the profile. okay. He fit the profile. Completely. He looked like he really could have kidnapped And he really shit. did. It was straight out of that show that I'm watching on HBO, Mayor of Easttown. Like, he was straight from that. And it was so... I walked off the plane and I was, like, so mad at myself. Because I was like, what is it in situations... That sometimes you can buck up and speak for yourself, speak up for yourself and check people. And then other situations you fucking freeze <laughs> and can't get a word out. Like what truly sets up that. Yeah, like what is it that triggers that? And like what is it about him and that moment and the and that flight and you know, that just made me turn into like a fucking five year old that just had no nothing yeah. to you know, like I like recoiled and then Mind you, on my terrace with the Amazon dude, I was in his face, you know, in front of cops that could easily, you know, the climate we're in. What if they got crazy with me? You're putting your life at risk. Like I mentioned that time I was <coughs> sharing the story. And I wasn't, I didn't think twice. It was like, I had to say what I had to say. And so it made me wonder, what is that? What the hell is it that certain situations make you fucking feel like that? And I wondered if y'all had any times that you kind of were able to witness yourself do that, like where certain people you don't, you can't buck at. And I I wonder like, what the fuck is that? And I've actually seen like, you know what story comes to mind, Dustin, when we were having that dinner under the magnolia trees, remember? And Mm -hmm. the lady was being a little too comfortable with you. And mm-hmm. you had no problem checking her right on the spot. And it and it, it was almost like she needed to be checked. But I still felt that ping in my body of like, ah, uh, like sometimes I, I feel bad that people have to be checked. <laughs> it's like weird because she needed to be checked and it was rightfully so. And you did it without hesitation and you weren't like rude about it, but you were stern about it, you know. And And Asante, I've seen you in situations too where you're just like, this is not what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, like we've all been there, but I've also seen situations where we've been put in weird positions where we didn't buck up or we could have. So I know it's something people go through, but I, I wonder if that's something you ever think about. Like, why does that happen? I can I just say that this is something, a conversation I wish I would have like really audited myself on back when I worked in restaurants Because, you know, there are going to be like, you know, more obvious scenarios in a restaurant because you're at work. But I think that the reason that I wish I would have thought about this at work is because I was so fearless a lot of the time. And when I did have to deal with issues, there were times where I would just because I was staying within the, you know, uh, realm of professionalism, I would just say whatever I wanted because it's like I'm not being disrespectful and I'm coming back at you with, you know, whatever. So I I felt like empowered to I don't want to say fight, but I felt empowered to, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. hold my ground and then there were certain situations where it would be like with customers and it's like a customer disrespecting me a person that could it could be their first time and it really could be their last time but they affect my whole Dude. like world in that one situation <laughs> and it's like how did I just tell my manager someone that controls you know my paycheck or me having bearings at this job I just told them about themselves but then here comes this customer who might not even write this email or whatever they're threatening me with. And all of a sudden now I can't like tell them that they need to have manners and not call me boy Mm. or some shit like that. So it's it's like 
There are, mm. yeah, because you know how, like, you dealt with, like, a creep. There would be situations where I'm dealing with, like, bigots or fucking, you know, people that really just have this weird mm-hmm. sense of entitlement. And that was initially what I was thinking about when you first started talking about this man who mm-hmm. fit the profile. There are certain people that have, they walk around with this sense of entitlement and especially older mm-hmm. white men who have probably done shit like this and have gotten away with it before. And so it's enabled them to continue to do it. So your silence was almost like, oh, she ain't going to do shit. So it, it made him keep wanting to do it. And I think that's what almost scares you. It, it's not that you're scared, but it's almost like bewildering or like, like, did you really just say that? And because you didn't ask it, like, because you don't say it out loud because you can't really believe it's happening. It's almost like, not that you're intentionally shrinking yourself, but their ego, their entitled ego or something is like trying to like cower you out or something. It's the weirdest thing, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And I've experienced it in so many different ways. And it's weird because it's like, there have been times where white men have been disrespectful, like you said, entitled, whether it's in a sexual way, whether it's just in like a racist way, it comes in different ranges. And I have had times where I buck up, especially when I lived in Atlanta I don't, I'm sure, Asante, you can <laughs> attest to this, but something about the white men in mm-hmm. Atlanta, or I should say Georgia, really, were just different. Like, they moved yeah. different. And I had so many times where I had to speak up for myself because they would really treat me like shit. And and it's like, it, it, there's certain men I can do that, and then there's certain times I can't. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? You know, like, what the fuck is that? Dustin, what yeah, do you think? Yeah, I think Madonna... Uh, I think Madonna said it best when she said, you're frozen when your heart's not open, right? (laughs) Uh, She said that, you're frozen when your heart's not open. And shit, that's why your heart wasn't open. You went into it. It's so funny you brought this up because I had an experience. It's very rare when I am so taken aback from a situation that I'm not able to either react or respond, right? Right. That's that's rare. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen often to me, but it happened recently. A friend and I were walking from one place in Harlem to another. It was nighttime. This was recent, like recent. And so um, long story short, you guys, we were coming down this block and this lady was outside like screaming. She was probably like, she looked like she was about 30 years old, um, black woman. She was outside. You could tell she was going through something. She wasn't screaming like she was in trouble or she was just screaming like she was venting about something and just like screaming loud or whatever. But, you know, me and my friend were walking. Um, I already like heavily police myself on the street when I'm around like women by themselves. I'm by myself, right. whatever. I moved to the other side of the sidewalk Sometimes my pacing is at a certain level where it's like I'm walking up on them. You know what I'm saying? So I either move faster to get past them or Or across the street, whatever, just to create some distance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how it is out here and I don't ever want to be in no bad position, you know, or anyway. So I just really police myself about that. So when that lady was screaming like that, I literally like went the like we were already going the other direction, but we just kind of kept it moving. So this other lady, black lady was at the end of the block. She was coming around the corner and she was like, um, she was calling the other lady's name. She's like, you could just come upstairs. And she was like, what's wrong with you? And she immediately, as soon as she said, what's wrong with you? She looked right at me and my friend. And she was like, what What did y'all do to her? Oh, no. Just like that. Wow. Wow. So see how she it was goes so down? funny because <clears throat> my mind was moving so fast when this happened. Cause I'm like, Dustin, you could either address that 
You know what I'm saying? And whatever me addressing that look like, that's what that would be. Me either either me checking her, cussing her out, or calmly speaking to her. Those were the three ways that that was going to get addressed. One of them three ways. But then I thought about the complexity of it. She's already going nuts. She's already making crazy ass accusations. And I literally don't have nothing to do with either one of their asses. Right. I got to get the fuck out of here. And all I can remember was on Martin when Pam looked at Gina and she was like, Gina, we better roll. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I looked at my boy, I was like, uh, let's roll. We kept on going and shit. And she like, what? What the fuck? And she like went to the other lady. And I could not believe, I was so, I was, I was mad as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because who? What do you mean? What What did y'all do to her? Bitch, we didn't do nothing to her. What did you do to her? Right. You know the motherfucker. She's screaming. So what the fuck did you do to her? Right. You know what I'm saying? And don't be accusing me of no bullshit like that. I didn't do a goddamn thing. I don't do nothing to nobody, bitch. That's scary. I wanted to cuss her ass out. Right. Because what are you even implying? What did What did y'all do to her? I was so mad, but I just, I, I didn't even, I didn't need to be there because for her to even say something like that to me, she was crazy in the first place. And there was going to be no reasoning, no type of logical conversation that could be had with her. So I got out of there, but that just happened to me. And it was literally like, I, I froze in my head, like, and my thoughts were racing, but I didn't say nothing. I was silent. And then I'm like, let's go. And we like, we never really broke stride. We, in, in fact, like quickened our pace. Right. And got and made a right and shit. But I just couldn't believe she said that shit to me, man. I could not believe she said and that to And what that could have turned say, into, rather. you know, if she would have pushed. A nightmare. Like, come on. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Literally. And that's how it happened. So it just that happens sometimes. You know what I mean? And how quickly, um, I was, that's the other thing that's scary. You're literally just walking in, and turning into a block and look what you want. Like, so fucking quick how things can happen. Because that's what I think I got. Uh, it's like you get sideswiped because it's like, I'm thinking, like I said, I'm thinking he's offering me a drink. <laughs> Not telling me he's going to kidnap me. So it's like you don't even have time to react. And you're on an airplane. So your behavior is already, you know, um, confined to certain types like we don't mm -hmm. act a fool in airports because you already know you're going to jail you know what i'm saying right, right. so it, you're already moving in a certain way in the airport and shit and what kind of weird ass um unsolved mysteries ass shit is that to say to somebody anyway I mean, talking about so i'm gonna kidnap you for 30 days you're going to jail sir and, and that's disgusting my now, did you see his name you know what? I yeah, I really to, yeah, should him. have been. I think it just caught, it caught me so off guard that I was like, "Girl, you I can mean, still send the flight in. number." That's the thing. They know who staff. They right. staff the flight. It's not yeah. going to be hard to track him because it was a, a very small flight, you know, and 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 obviously the timestamps and all that and the flight number. But it just was like, what the fuck? And like you said, what angered me more is that I, because I didn't check it he's going to think that that's cool and then probably do that to somebody else in the next flight, clearly, because he probably just moves like that. So that's, mm -hmm. that was another reason I was beating myself up about it because I was like, damn, man. And he old, so you know he's oh, been doing it for comfort, a long ass time. So he really that he showed. So he already knew instantly you right. weren't going to say all, shit. First of all, why are you whispering like, to me? What? Right. Don't whisper to me. You don't have, you don't, you, that's, that's too close. You're the one who said I have to wear a mask on this flight, so we ain't right. even supposed to be close to each other like that. Right. Why are you whispering to me? That's number one. That's inappropriate. You know what I'm saying, Fran? That has to be like, 
it has it's, to be addressed you know, in some I way. I know it does, and I'm definitely going to do it, but I, I like had to have a moment. Like, I literally, when I got home, yeah. I was so just like, <laughs> it's that feeling of like, yeah. what the fuck? But, but I was, I had to give myself grace because I was beating myself up about it more you than like nothing. him. Um, and it just made me, and, and then I get home, and unless you've been living under a rock, you saw what was transpiring yesterday in a mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. similar conversation. I'm not going to mention names out of respect for the young lady, but a young lady was sharing her being put in a similar position by a boss and publicly, you know, and and when I saw that, it was that same feeling that I know she's beating herself up because she laughed when it happened. And I, I know I've been in that position, too, where, like, somebody said something or touched you weird or did something that in, internally you're like, what the fuck? But then you laugh or you, like, keep the keep being playful with them. And it's that weird uh, dissonance of, like, I don't like this, but I don't know what to do in this moment. And then I'm, like, laughing with them and playing about it. And, you know, like, have I'm sure you guys have experienced that. And you're kind of able to observe yourself, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I used to when when um, certain people would say like bitch or girl when they would talk right, to me, right? Right. <laughs> Same thing. Like I'd be hella uncomfortable. Like first of all, <laughs> okay, but I would know that it was being said in a certain way, so I had to learn how to, you know, set that boundary with people. You know what I'm saying, and and accept it from, from you know. I just had to find my way with that. But I have been in that position. I told y'all. I used to real talk, like get sexually harassed, like at some of our shows and shit. I know like, we saw that shit. And we'd like, have to, yeah, yeah like, you have to check it because it's like, come on now, you know better, you know better. Get your titties off, get your hand out of my pocket. <laughs> I just have to, you know what I'm saying? I'm just making us laugh right no, now. Right. Nothing is funny about that, but like you know, right. shit be real out here, man. And and sometimes you got to speak the fuck up for yourself. And it's very hard when you feel like the other person has, you know dominance or power in that situation but sometimes that's all the fuel you need to go ahead and speak the fuck up because bitch you should have known better and i'll be damned you know what i'm saying like i i work so hard to be so good to so, so many people and exercise patience in life and give people grace and respect every damn body i'm not about to take nothing i'm just not and while i am very aware of the, my capacity to let certain things go and look at the bigger picture and walk away from certain shit, which I even did that recently. This we was me and Gary. Shout out to Gary Lavar. We was in the AT at the ATM and the uh, security guard told us to move out of his sight because he couldn't see out that window. Y'all move. Y'all can't see out that window. I looked at what? Gary. I was like, we just started laughing. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even finna argue with this motherfucker. He at work. And we're using the ATM. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? We just let it go. Right. But it was so disrespectful. You know what I mean? And something that I really should have kicked his ass for, man to man. You know what I'm saying? Because who are you fucking talking to like that? Right. And bitch, you're what at makes work. you think like I won't shove that like... fucking uh, walkie-talkie up your asshole <laughs> and twist it? Because I will. You know what I'm saying? But but it was something I was able to let go and go ahead and, and just focus on things that mattered. So that comes with maturity and just life experience and you learning how to prioritize your energy best. I'm glad you didn't engage with him any further because I don't want you talking to him. Right. Um, I feel See, like you but can that's definitely rectify it from this end. See, but I think that's different in, in for me because I think 
there are certain times where people will like test you and you, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. and then you decide like, is it worth it to check them? And it's just not. But then there's other times where it's like a literal, like, crossing of a boundary like it's not that they're trying yeah. to fight you or, or tell you move the fuck away it's like they're touching you inappropriately they're saying something and it's like beyond beefing with them it's like you they don't are, even know how to respond yeah, yeah it's like you don't even know and and i hate that i have experienced that a lot like i talk about i feel like i've yeah. mentioned this on the show when i was pursuing music a lot of what deterred me was the comfort that executives have with talking to young artists in a hypersexual way. There's no reason why I should be playing you my music. It's me and you in your office and you're talking to me about what I'm wearing and how I need to make you feel like you want to fuck me in order to sell records. You shouldn't tell that to a 17-year-old. Like, I don't even know why you think that's cool, but it's like Asante was saying, it's a comfort because they've been doing this. And we've heard these stories over and over of how many young artists felt cornered or felt pressured because it's like, well, this is someone that is important to my career. You know, and I imagine like the young lady yesterday, like that was her boss in a new venture that she's starting. And it's like that cornering. But I felt bad because the laughter that I saw that it's easy for people to be like, oh, but you liked it. You was in on it. You played. Why didn't you check it then? And it's that feeling of like you did something wrong, you know, when re- in reality, you just didn't know See, how to handle it. And you don't want to be the buzzkill either. I've been in that situation, yeah. too, where everyone else is laughing and you don't want to be the one to be the buzzkill or the fun killer or whatever the fuck. Obviously, this is when I was like a lot younger. Now I feel like I I buck up more when I can, but when I was younger, I ne- you know, you didn't want to be the woke one. That's like, don't speak to the, you know, because <laughs> then everybody's be like, shut the fuck up, especially in certain yeah. circles you run in. So it just I felt bad for her because I saw people piling on. And but I understood that discomfort because I'm like, man, that laughing shit that you do like that sucks because it's so misunderstood. You know, it's so misunderstood. Yeah. It's misunderstood for a lot of reasons, too, right? Because some of it can be because I know for me, there are situations where something like crazy's happened. And like <laughs> both of y'all know, there are times where I'll just be yeah, like, bitch, no. But then there it. are times where, where things will happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not often, but there are times where I'm just like, this is not fucking right. So, like, I just cannot not say anything. But then there are times where some bullshit happens. And I think it's like. I disassociate immediately or I like put that wall up or whatever. And for a while I used to be like, damn, this is some bullshit. Like I should, you know, I have to figure out how to like get the tools to like arm myself Mm -hmm. to fight or whatever. But then, you know, looking at myself, I'm like, well, I do fight when I need to fight. So like, what the fuck is the problem? I think the real reason that I had to look at myself or why I disassociate in certain situations. And like, if I were you in a situation, I might, because especially like, I can only imagine from the scope of a woman having to deal with this so much any fucking way. And this man haven't been so old and probably have gotten away with it for so long. Just all these different probably things. Had worms. It makes me think. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think about if I were, if I really had to sit and take that hard look at myself, like, why am I laughing? It's probably because I just, 
I had to disorient my damn self because this really shouldn't be happening. And it's unfortunate that there are a lot of things that shouldn't be happening that are always happening. And I think that's why we kind of wonder to ourselves, why the fuck am I letting like, am I allowing this to be okay? Or why am I not saying anything in certain situations, friend, like for you and this one in particular, you should not have had to deal with this. Like, like we just don't like this man should know fucking boundaries and he's at fucking work doing this. So even if you tell the, uh, the airline or whoever the fuck that he's done A, B, and C, they may write him up or whatever, but he's not, ain't nobody going to say, yo, I still need to t- stop touching people like or, or talking to people like that. Like, yeah, you're getting written the fuck up, but you don't need to do this. Like, real talk. Like, no one's going to do that. And so even Dustin talking about he had to police himself walking down the street Straight men don't even do that shit. And they'd be the main fucking ones, especially during mask season, trying to whisper and put their fog breath (laughs) in somebody's face. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Everybody just really needs to take the time to learn to A, leave people the fuck alone and not fuck with people. And B, just like keep your shit to yourself. Because, sir, don't like if you supposed to be offering me cookies right now, don't offer me a kidnap scenario. Keep that shit to yourself. You supposed to be having your little fantasy in your head, sir. That's fucking disgusting and gross. But keep that shit to yourself. So it's like when someone lets that out to you, what are you what can you say? Like, that's supposed to be some shit. He's supposed to uh, keep his damn self like. I don't need to know that, sir. And you shouldn't say that. And hey, I'm going to talk about your ass and you should get fired even though your ass ain't because right. you white and you old and you right. feel like you're doing right. It just sucks that we feel like we have to fight. So, friend, when you feel that moment, just just tell yourself, I shouldn't even have to deal with no shit like this. And if you can do something immediately, do it. But don't ever walk away feeling bad about not having done it. Because especially working in restaurants where people recall, like I said before, a motherfucker called me boy, and I had to tell Ooh, my manager. Hungry, even, you hungry even you saying that, like I feel like, it. And, mind you, I'm standing at the table, so I like when I got called boy. I don't even remember. Like I think he was still in the middle of talking. He said boy, and I remember walking off, and I was like, I need somebody to go over here right quick. I yeah. need to grab a manager. Like I was making sure I was still being professional while like getting the shit taken care of. My manager didn't know what the fuck to do. She's like, okay, like you know, maybe he thinks you're boys. Oh, Hi. I'm like. No, girl, that's not what this is at all. Like, that's not. And so (laughs) I realized she's not going to go to the table and do anything. He thinks this shit's okay and it's cool because he's done it however long or he thinks it's hip or whatever the fuck. This shit's not okay. So I go back up to the table and after like, first of all, restaurants are high stress. So after like 15 minutes, which felt really dramatic to me because I went to other tables, but after about 15 minutes, I finally went back to my table to recover. And he he immediately said it again. He's like, boy, I thought I lost you. And I was like, I was like, well, sir, here's the thing. I have a name tag. It's literally right here. You see, there's the logo and this is my whole name. And if you need help pronouncing it, I can help you with that too. But I don't respond to anything outside of my name. You can try boy with anybody else in here because I was literally the only black person on ship on the floor. So you can try boy with anybody else up in here. But unfortunately for me, it's not going to work. So I can either take care of you. I can, we can either move on or, I mean, the boss in your court. But as I said, I'm here to serve customer service, not fucking boy. So that shit. And then I remember he like had a little uh, fit and he ended up getting another server and I didn't give a fuck. And then my manager at the end of the night Mm-mm. pulls me into the office and tells me about how it was weird for her having to wow. deal with something like that. And I had to explain to her, welcome <laughs> to my life. Like, not this, weird like, for this her. is not okay. Me I having to quit. tell him that I it's not okay. Like, yeah. that would have been a right. day. And, and I. And I, w- I still work there for a, w- a long time because, you know, kind of thinking about like a bigger scheme of your scenario, friend, like imagine having to go somewhere all the time or regularly because it supports you and people doing shit like that from all different angles at different parts of the day. Because it's like 
if I didn't have to deal with it in the back of house, I had to deal with it somewhere on the floor from a customer or even like in the building I worked at sometimes. It was like the weirdest thing. So even how you dialed it back to Atlanta, those white men in the South oh. are completely different. And maybe that's who you got on your flight because I, you know, I forgot Atlanta <laughs> right. got a hub. But it doesn't make any sense that we as people have to deal with certain things. And it's like when you feel that way. Do what you can if you can, and if you can't, just just let that shit go. Because if you take that energy with you too, it'll make you do wrong later to somebody else who don't even fucking deserve it. Because it do feel good later <laughs> when you curse somebody else out, you like but it's not it their fault. So don't, like I don't, yeah. I don't ever encourage that. And yeah. like the you thing s- is, everything. I'm sorry. No, no, friend, no. Go, go ahead, because I was waiting for you. Go ahead. No, you just don't have everything. Does not, as you stated previously, every situation that that you find that hesitation to respond or react in is not a situation that's confrontational or combative, right? Sometimes it is um, just in your engagement with certain types of people or whatever, where you face that moment or that awkwardness where they cross a line, like you said, and you either have to address it or you just retreat internally, right? Right. But I think every time you address it, you get better at address, not only addressing it in the future, in the future, but also anticipating it in the future. Right. Because the more and more practice you get in handling shit like that, the easier it is for you to even see it coming. And, the you know, you just make different choices about the spaces that you end up in and different shit like that. So I say, yes, speak the fuck up and be noticed. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Remember in the color purple, um, when Mister was describing Suge Avery and why he was why he was more inclined to her, he told Silly she could speak up, talk to anybody, be noticed, and look at you. You know what I'm saying? So like, you gotta not, do that. You gotta get your Suge Avery on. Not sometimes. the color yeah. purple, and you know this actually ties in seamlessly into what I was gonna say. So I'm glad you spoke first because I admire Jade, you know, so mm-hmm. much because. Yeah, Jade. Let Jade me tell you something know. about Jade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Jade don't give up. I, 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 I have to calm Jade down. But me, have a thing. good day. Yes, have a no, good let me day, tell sir. You, she's so G because we were walking one day and this was what was happening. It was like I don't know if it was a George Floyd or something had happened that was like the city was just on tilt, you know. And she, we were walking down the street and. This policeman, big dude too, starts twirling his baton as we're walking past him purposely in a way where it's like, it's going to hit us if we stay in the way that we were walking. So it was his way of making us walk around him. And the way he was doing it was just in this real threatening way. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I'm walking with Jade. That's all that my mind We're going to jail. We're going to jail or worse. We're going to die. Like, because this is just how she gets down. And and literally as soon as my mind said it, I heard her say, what the fuck is that? You know, like she just went crazy. What the fuck is you trying to do? She just lost it. No, she said, what the the fuck is that supposed to mean? That's what she said. And then lost (laughs) it. And I was like, well, because you know how it is. If your friend jumps in, you got to jump in. <laughs> like You ain't just going to stand there. <laughs> I was you like, well, I guess we both going to die today. But she just has that thing. But the thing, too, <clears throat> is that I also remember a day where Jade was like, that shit's so exhausting, too, though, yeah. to have to yeah. always buck up. Because you end up, what's that saying? It's like, if you're a hammer, everything's going to be a nail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where suddenly... You're checking shit and it's almost like a vortex. I really believe that. Y'all know I be on my woo-woo shit where it's like 
You yeah, it's like a vortex too. opens where suddenly you're checking motherfuckers all damn day because everything feels that way. And I remember me and her had a long convo about that. You know who else is like that? And I don't think most people know Maya. Mm, she posted. Mm. I don't know if she posted it on her Instagram feed or it maybe it was just on her stories. But she bought a body cam because she fights so much. <laughs> That she was like, I need protection. And I thought that that shit was so fucking funny when she told me that. I was like, Maya, you're nuts. You're nuts. You're like a different, a different. <laughs> but I get it. I wasn't Maya. expecting Maya. Our body cam is what took me out. Maya, Maya <laughs> like, I could believe because Maya, she bought she body, body Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Body cam. The bo- she bought one cam. because she said Whoa. that a lot of times people start with her. And it makes her look crazy. Like her husband be like, bro, like we can't go nowhere. You stay getting bucked. And she's like, you don't believe me when I tell you that it's not me. And me and her had a similar combo that me and Jade had where it's like, that shit's a vortex though. So that's what I hate because although you want to speak up, like Asante was saying, it sucks because it's like, you're taking me out of my way. And a lot of the times I let shit slide when it's more so like kind of like the guard telling y'all to move out the fucking way. Shit like that. Sometimes I'll laugh it off because it's like you're not going to fuck up my day. I had a great fucking day. I don't know what the fuck you're on, but I'm not taking it with me. And a lot of times you have yeah, to too. do that because it's all the all but you'll you be fucked up all know. day, especially being black in any city. People are going to test you. Yeah. But you also can't be around here taking no shit. You know what but I'm saying? Let nobody part. just willfully disrespect you that's like the that. Part my that brother, sucks. my brother, do not let nothing slide <laughs> on God. Like, like nothing <laughs> whatsoever. Mom, and I think that I get like for mm-hmm. real. And I think I get a lot of that from him and from being around him. And I'm grateful for that part of my personality because I feel safe, you know, moving around out here in this world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I also, because I have that side of my personality, I'm also really sensitive to people, you know, trying you or testing me or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? And so people do that shit a lot, like more than you would think. So if you become really a really passive person, I think that it's even worse because now you're just taking it on from everybody and everything. At a certain point, it's instinctual, like in me, it's not even a choice or a decision when I, if I really get to go on the fuck off, like I'm not even really thinking about it. It's a, it's a instinctual reaction, you know, cause you, I know mm-hmm. the, I don't like the way it feels when somebody's trying to intimidate me or challenge me or whatever. I, I don't like that feeling. Right. And my body just responds to it. I don't even know why I'm telling you this, but no, you no, know, no, I get like me in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I, I, it sucks because you're right. Like if someone tests you, you should check them. But like you're saying, but if you're testing, getting tested all fucking day, when the hell do you get to just have a good day? It almost makes you not want to go outside. Like that happened. And masturbate. <laughs> like it really made me sad that <laughs> day because we were at the airport. It was Jade, me, Jade, and Crystal. Oh Lord, that's another one. <laughs> oh yeah, Crystal don't. Play oh, that let shit me tell either. you. So the three of us, you know, and and we were going down an escalator and Jade and I and Crystal, you know, we're loud as fuck laughing, cracking jokes or something, just having fun. We were pulling up in L.A. and this white girl was on a phone call in front of us on the escalator. She turned around and said, stop talking so loud. (laughs) Oh, my God. My heart dropped because I was like, "Ooh, who threw the carry on first? (laughs) 
Okay. I'd have sent that bitch. What's that Amy Winehouse song? I looked at her. I'd have sent her ass flying. I looked at her like that. That um that gift people use on Twitter where they be like, "There's a storm. What is it? You got a storm coming." Ooh. Ooh. I looked at her like, "Girl, you turned around on the wrong, 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 wrong group of people." Because Jade said. Turn the fuck around, bitch. <laughs> Ain't nobody fucking... I said, oh my God. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I know Jada's told the story on getting grown to Jada next week because it was like... I looked at Jade and I, I had to laugh because it was like so startling. <laughs> but also Jade Hell be yeah. mad exhausted and that's what I'm saying. It's like, what the fuck is the balance? Because... And you know, obviously this is, we've taken this from more from like people just being disrespectful than people crossing lines like that. But either or, it just sucks because you get pulled out of your your square a lot all day. And so that's, I guess that's the question I'm posing to our listeners too. Like, what is the balance that you have found? Because I have found that I have to let certain things slide in order for me to fucking get through my day. But it also stays in my body, though, because like, you know, yeah, yesterday I wouldn't even say I let it slide. I just really froze. But I got home and then I'm the one that took that home because I bet you he went the fuck home and didn't even think about it. You know, he was about his day, landed in whatever city and probably went on to the next flight to harass. Right. You was one of many he talked to like that that day. Who knows who else on that flight? They're going to pull him to the side whenever you send the email and he's not going to remember which flight. He's going to be like, which flight? Accident or something. (laughs) We got his legs broken or something that's crippling. You know what I'm saying? Something horrible with a long healing process, if one at all. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, it's that, it's that, it's that feeling of like, damn, you, you take it in your body regardless, regardless of if you choose to speak up, freeze or don't, you're taking that in. And that's the part that bothers me. It depends. A good meter, I guess. I shouldn't say it depends. I think a good meter to use, right, is potential consequence. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if there is no potential consequence of harm for you or accountability really at that point in any way, Go for it. You right. know what I'm saying? If you if you can whoop that ass and get to your car and get get on home without no trouble with the goddamn police or nothing, do it because your body needs that cathartic experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? To get that shit out of you. You know, if you can say something that will let a motherfucker know not to play with you like that, that that you don't play that shit and you if it's somebody you have to be around and you need to establish that boundary, which that's what me that's what Letting somebody know you don't play that shit means it means you're establishing a boundary with them of some sort. Right. You know, that's what you have to do verbally sometimes, because otherwise, what is going to happen? What what are you going to be subject to? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's just if you can't basically if you're not going to go to jail or get killed, do what you got to do. And that's why Maya got the body cam. Yeah. Because she she was on a flight and actually similar flight attendant. Told what did she tell Maya? She told her, oh, it was something with Jackie, the dog. Like she was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you gotta zip it up and put it somewhere. And something that Maya was like, the dog is fine. Like it's not bothering nobody. You know, she needs oxygen. Like just, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of told her like, we're good. Like relax. And the lady told Maya that she was being disrespectful. And so she went and told the pilot. the The flight attendant tells the pilot that there's an unruly passenger. And the pilot sends Maya a note that the pa- the flight attendant hand slides on her de- her table, basically letting her know that there are going to be gate agents waiting. I mean, just that fast, boom. 
And that's what inspired Maya to be like, I need a fucking body cam because th- what if she would have gotten like a felony or, you know, mm-hmm. that thing they can do where you can't enter airports thinking of Maya's lifestyle. She travels, she lives mm-hmm. international, you know, and just that quick because the lady felt like it is some Swedish racist ass, you know, that saw Maya with her husband <laughs> and her dog chilling and didn't like it. And decided I hope that she break her ankle in them claws. <laughs> and then you know, gate agents pulling up and making it the scene. And that's when Maya was like, "I need a, a body cam because they will be able to see that that sh- that nothing that she said happened." Which is something we've seen cops a million times claiming. Like I just saw an, an article yesterday that a judge, um, I think it was in North Carolina. Did y'all see that he ran into protests, like drove through them. And then had a judge, mind you, okay, a judge, and had the nerve to say that they were running towards his car and, and like, attacking him. But when they watched back those cameras, because there's cameras everywhere now, uh, they, the people weren't even looking in his direction. <laughs> no one was even over there. He did this intentionally. and But that's scary that people could say that, and it's like a, a white man's word against yours. So... When, you know, when Maya said she was getting the body cam, I, at first I thought she was nuts. But I was like, I get it. It'd be like that. Especially if you are someone that's going to speak up every time. Like, you're unfortunately put in that position. I would wear a body cam, but I don't... I would have to turn it off at certain points in my lifestyle. Because <laughs> 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 this some shit can't be on. Cut, look. Cut the camera. Dead ass. <laughs> You know what? That's the title of this week's episode. Okay. <laughs> Cut the cameras. Dead, Dead ass. <laughs> well, Mariah you know. says it's private mm. between you and I. Touch my body. Shit. Asante, I feel like you were going to say something. I know. I just really hate that that happened to you. But it and I hate the fact that us. we as people... Yeah, I was about to say the fact that we as people have to experience this on like different forms and different levels every day. If you go to work and you have to Man. put shit to the side to get your shit done, don't don't feel too bad, but don't don't go down for all the bullshit. Because there are certain things. That's why I said earlier, there are certain things you know you can say or do. Like in your particular situation, friend, it's like you can only go so far by making a scene on the plane, right? So it's like, really, what could you do? <clears throat> Especially like right now, like you could make that scene and other people could pull out their mm-hmm. camera phones as evidence or whatever. But in the event that they just, you know, didn't decide to be with you because you're black or for whatever reason, now you are the one that's banned from the fucking airline. Like, what could you really do? So I don't want anybody at work to be like, you know what? I will go in there and curse <laughs> out my racist boss because you might work in an office full of racist people. And you should do that if you are willing to get another job or have something else on right. the but don't do that if you've been working there for years and you know that's what you're No, 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 no. do it. Just get you your really shit in order first. That's all. Do it if you know how it's going to get you fired and you can still collect unemployment. See, there's always got to be a process, a method to when you're doing these things. And that comes with time. So if you are flighting right now, it's okay. Just study up so you can fight. And you don't always have to fight. Pick and choose your And battles. that's real. That's real because my mom... Right? <laughs> you know my mom um <laughs> and I won't share too much cuz obviously it's like her personal stuff but mm-hmm. there was something that my mom had been a part of for a long chunk of her time of her life and something happened where like a new person came in 
that just didn't like mm-hmm. my mom for whatever reason. You know, I've told you my mom is like a very strong presence. So she's someone that's polarizing as a being. Like you either love her and mm-hmm. fuck with her super hard or you don't. It's like kind of no in between. Um, and like she, me. <laughs> yeah, like some people are just very strong <laughs> presence and like they, they command that type of energy. So she's that type of person. And so I was used to hearing stories of her beefing. <laughs> like that's just kind of her, her thing. Mm-hmm. As Jade would say, her zhuzh. Um, but she, uh, she bucked up one day cause, and it just was the wrong person <laughs> to buck at because it ended up fucking over something, else up, something yeah. that was so important to her. Mm. That she had worked her whole, damn her whole life, you know, to create and put together. And that one instance of her not being able to control it damaged so much for her. And when she looks back, she regrets it, you know, because she's like, I hate that in that moment I couldn't control how that person made me feel. And it like overpowered everything. And I hated that she got put in that position because it wasn't her fault. But it damaged her more than it damaged them. And so I think that's, I I like what you're saying, Asante. It's like, you do sometimes have to assess though, is it worth it? Like, what's the risk case? You know, like, is it worth it? Because do you give that person that moment that's going to actually pull from you more? And that was a huge lesson in me growing up and seeing my mom having gone through that, you know, where I hated that for her because she had worked so hard for this opportunity, especially being an immigrant. It was a great loss. A huge, I mean, vast, like where to this day, it's something that just doesn't leave her mind. And I I hated seeing that. And so that's another thing, you know, it's like we get put in these positions, but we end up losing out more. And so is it always worth it? You know what I like, though? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There There is some value in the fact that at least you can look back and be like, that's why I cussed that bitch the fucker. At <laughs> least I cussed that say. motherfucker out. I ran that bitch good. And that's the thing. So although that loss was great, I guess there is some comfort in the fact that at least you know you got that. They got checked. You know what I'm right. saying? You got their ass. That's it. Because sometimes you just need something to make you feel better. So you know what <laughs> I mean? Know the so just, you just got to right. find that. Yeah, you have to find that. That's why. I, that's, but at least I told that bitch. That's, that's how you feel, you know? <laughs> But that's it. I, Lord. you know, don't want to drag it, but it's it's just something that I. I, I didn't feel. say here and got mad about mama friend. Y'all got mama. Yeah, got man. Me. Honestly, I don't play it's about been, friend or her mom. Yeah, like it, it was something that was really heartbreaking to witness, especially because something that meant so much to her and my mom having built from literally pulled from the mud. You know, so mm-hmm, that was a mm-hmm. lesson for me growing up to observe, mm-hmm. and even her being able to reflect on the times that bucking up has actually worked against her because of the way society is structured. It's not structured to Mm -hmm. our advantage. So we get uh, poked at all day. And then they look at us like, ooh, Mm -hmm. you savage, when we finally get crazy. (laughs) Like, it's just unfair. It's unfair. And so I just, you know, was thinking about that. And, And obviously the story of the young woman sharing yesterday publicly it just all felt so intense for me. Like I was like, man, it's something that I felt I wanted to to talk about and use as a as a backdrop to all of us kind of reflecting on the times that we've had to buck up and the times we haven't and how that's affected us. And it's just a lot. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Like Asante was saying, it sucks that we're the ones that have to take that in, you know? And I'm curious, like I said, listeners, if you have found that balance 
Do you find yourself exhausted because you're constantly battling? Are you more on the passive side, letting shit slide, but at home fucking raging? Like, what is it that you're experiencing? Because I would love to read your commentary on that. And and that's it. That's it for this week's hot button. This is the friend zone. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Real good, friend. I like that. Right? Real good. Real good. I feel like we haven't really gotten into, like, these types of combos in a minute. Um, but, yeah, so that that's it. Let's bring in those wind chimes. So, for <laughs> I love that y'all both automatically broke out into dance. Um, so, this one's really quickly. So, I got inspired, actually, by our Discord. Shout out to our Discord community, our server. I thought we was all in the same accord. <laughs> So I went to the wellness uh, room yesterday and, and, and peeked in and was going back and forth with folks. And it was really cool to see how the wellness room had taken the shape of its own. Uh, people in there sharing products they love, the rituals they love, they, they use. And it was like so cool because it reminded me of my Tumblr days, how I literally got started where... It wasn't that I came on as like an educator. Like it literally was me being like, hmm, I'm testing this out. And then people being like, oh, I'm going to test that out. And then people being like, oh, you should add this or take this out. And it just became that community of us being resources for each other. So it gave me that nostalgic feeling that I was like, oh, man, I remember these like forum community board days. Um, so it inspired <laughs> me to want to add a new feature to the wellness segment just to kind of like tap into our community more where I want to do once a month a listener curated wellness segment where I love it. Yeah, because Asante, a lot of the times in the emails you read, like when when uh, Dustin had the the Frenchmen, was it were they French that died on the terrace and then someone schooled us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yes. then a nurse or someone schooled us on like what could have happened and what it's called. And sort of that kind of planted the seed and then seeing the Discord. Like we really have a lot of people that are fucking smart as hell and have their own yeah. their own things to teach us and to share with us. So I wanted to grant that space and opportunity because I saw so many cool things. There are a lot of you that I follow on Twitter, especially in Instagram, because we've gone back and forth. And if I engage with you a lot on Twitter, I tend to follow you because I'm like your family at this point. If I've been talking yeah. to you for 10 years um, and they've put me on to like I can tweet now, Justin's face. I can tweet now. <laughs> I can tweet now about like, hey, who has advice on like a, a deep conditioner, you know, and people will pour back into me for the years I've poured into them. So it's cool. I see you do that too. Yeah. You do that, friend. And yeah. I love that. And I'll ask and they'll tell me. I'll be trying me. to retweet it. <laughs> I'll see that sometimes. I'll be like, good looking out, Dustin. 
And and then all these new people will come in when Dustin tweets me looking for like some skincare tip. And then it's mm-hmm. cool to me because they'll put me on. They put me on to a new deep conditioner and face masks and da da da. And so I was like, I want to do a curated once a month segment where I pick a listener who sent over something and sent their review and it's something that we can check out or put to the test like someone oh i wish i had her at um a young lady that i follow on twitter she tagged me to this machine <laughs> that you attach to plants have y'all seen that and it and when you're Mm-mm. watering them it's like an audio machine because <clears throat> plants have you know sound and vibrations and energy and it actually like shows you the sound waves changing as you water them, when you talk to the plants and it really, yeah, it's like I'd seen it because a lot of y'all had tagged me to it on Instagram when that, when that new machine started circulating. But she like reminded me like I should order this and test it because she tweeted me the picture and it was a video of an actual, I feel like I want to find it, but I may, it might've been like weeks ago. Yeah, because I got a question. There's some (laughs) more preguntas on the piso today, baby. (laughs) Because oh, how do God. it know, friend? What it do? You put it in the dirt of the plant? No, you put it on the actual leaf. Yeah. How do a machine attest to a leaf? I, this is getting crazy. No, it's like a um, it's like an adhesive, almost like the adhesive when people put it on your chest in the hospital. I don't know what those things are called. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. the just, things that look like yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And then they just attach that to the plant, and you can hear the sound waves. Like it's so fascinating i have to buy it not the plan on life's no (laughs) (laughs) i'm like scrolling trying to find it so badly but if i do find it i'll tweet it out so that you guys can see it what's it called the plant thing i don't know i bet you you just google singing plant sounds (laughs) hold on plant sound machine right something like the miami sound machine plant Plant that wave sounds about right. Translates plant biorhythms into See? music. Yeah. Is that not the coolest? What the hell? Is I that not it meant the coolest? Eco-friendly finger waves. <laughs> yeah, it Can do you it read like what it says? Stethoscope things. You Does put them on like the leaf. Does it have more of a description? Plant wave detects. Okay, mm-hmm. how it works. Plant wave detects slight electrical variations in a plant. Via two electrodes plant on the leaves. Electrodes. Uh, placed on the leaves, excuse me. These these variations are graphed as a wave, which is translated into pitch messages that play musical instruments designed by our team. Other characteristics of the wave change the textural qualities of those sounds. The result is a continuous stream of pleasing music that gives you a sonic window into the secret Hello. life of plants. Is that not the coolest hmm. thing in the world? And they showed a video. So the video that she tweeted me, it showed someone that I guess they had been kind of negligent with the plant and hadn't been on a on a consistent watering schedule. And then they put the sound, what is it called? The electro, the electro, <laughs> electrode on it. And then watered it, and you heard the song like it's like it was so happy, <laughs> like the plant was like yay, like, like a pop smoke record. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought this shit is so cool. I need to get this and and talk about it on. The, and obviously, this is not a need. Like people don't need this, but I I love shit that's like that. It's just cool. It's interesting. The secret life of plants. I mean, who else would it love some shit like that but me? So that's not why your I'm plant like, sound like T-Boss. <laughs> 
every now and then I get a little crazy. Well, like Uncle Kevin. a lot of these out. Midi sprout. What about your plants? Plants play. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? The fact that this is like a Dude, thing. I... Like there are like plantsplay.com. Like there are a lot of these like mm-hmm. little plant players. And that's what I was saying. Once they started gaining popularity, a lot of listeners were like, friend, you need this, which I love when y'all do that. Y'all be tagging me to really cool things. And that's what I'm saying. Y'all put me on. This device is called Bamboo. Is that You need the Bamboo. That that sounds like something for you. So I want to open it, you know, to that. And and feel free to send me it anywhere because y'all reach me. You know, I'm Hey Fran Hey across the board, whether it's IGDMs, um, just don't comment on my pictures because sometimes I find that so random. Y'all just be commenting on a random picture. <laughs> I'm like, girl, this ain't got nothing to do with a plant. But send me a DM. <laughs> Tweet me. My email is friend at heyfriendhey.com. <laughs> just as laughing because I know y'all be experiencing that too. The other day somebody was like, I was watching Generation Hustle. And I'm like, girl, my picture with my plants. <laughs> <laughs> But I know y'all mean well. Y'all just trying to reach us. But Fran at HeyFranHey.com. Um, and obviously on Twitter, that's probably the fastest way. Look, she listened like, but you read right? it though, didn't she? She's like, but it like, works. She, she, she read <laughs> But I got too. through. <laughs> 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 but send me your reviews. Um, and also give let me know if I have permission to say your name. Because that's another thing. A lot of y'all be in stealth mode. I try to put y'all out there. Let me know. Should I read your handle? Should I read your name? Just make it very clear when you are sharing your reviews, your rituals, uh, wellness practices that maybe you may have not heard me say yet that you want to put out there into our awareness. Whatever it is, y'all know what I like. Y'all know what I'm into. Y'all know what I want to share with the ecosystem. So I wanted to open that up to our community and I think that that'll be fun and a, and a kind of like a way to freshen up the wellness segment a little bit. Because I I mean, I'm one person. I've done, what, 286 wellness segments. It's like, woo! Wow. <laughs> Let's tap into the community so that we can make sure that I've covered all the bases. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. I love the idea. Right? I think it'll be, and it'll be cool too. We're going to get put on to some dope shit, so... Asante, Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? Tap in. <laughs> tap, 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 tap in. All right. Uh, a lot has been happening in music. I'm going to be upfront, honest with you. Yeah. Uh, go, Fran, go ahead and get your listeners lately ready because, you know, I'm coming <laughs> to you next. Um, I have not listened to a lot of the new stuff. I do have enough songs for the listens lately later. But just to go on ahead and let you all know, uh, off rip, off jump. Nicki Minaj is back. Okay. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is back. Okay? La Miki. Um, she has re-released her. <laughs> <laughs> she has uh dropped her um Beam Me Up Scotty mixtape actually on streaming services now because previously it was just available in the streets, you know, if you had them. Uh but she's also added some new songs yes, she to has. It. the the song that I just can't stop listening to, and I know everybody has their opinions about who did the best on it, but Seeing Green, I've been listening to over mm. and over and over again, and everybody did the shit on that song. Honestly, Lil Wayne always comes hard. Nikki did her thing, and then Drake they washed it her, too. but it's all but good. But I really, 
They 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 really did, but I think because I've missed Nikki for so long, it was just great to hear her back and and yeah, have her back on her season doing what she does. So I'm excited. Uh, I will venture to say that Nikki is a heavy hitter in hip hop. So whenever she comes, it's like a season is coming, a rush is coming. Everyone knows that I enjoy female hip hop. It is one of the, uh, I want to say it's one of the forefronts of the Friend Zone mm-hmm. podcast, honestly, because we talk about a lot of uh, female rappers on here. But Nicki Minaj will always uh, hold her place and she's back to tell y'all that my place is still here. So Nicki Minaj, I wait more music. I wait more visuals. I wait more bars. I wait more moments. Uh, everything that comes with a, a Nikki run, a run of Nikki, if you will. So it's exciting because quarantine was everybody, you know, doing their at home performances and things like that. So I'm excited to see what Nikki's going to bring us. If she's going to bring us any of that energy leaving, or if she's just going to go right to the big show like she always does. So I just had to start there because I I very very much love that uh, mixtape and it's back to see it with a new life. And one last thing. You barbs have got to calm down, you younger barbs. I saw a tweet about somebody saying, uh, I can't believe she was talking about Cardi on this song. Cardi was nowhere near a thought of Nicki Minaj when this mixtape was a thing. You know, you know what? Oh, did y'all see? Right. Did anybody see any of like this? Way beyond it. The the don't be acting like a cardinal and gonna fumble. No, that's line. What people, oh, that's stop it. <laughs> I know Nicki must hate that. It might have been a joke. Okay, not everything is a shot. (laughs) It might have been a joke. I hope it was a joke tweet. It was funny if it was. Uh, But what I will say is, and this might be me reaching, but I have a vivid imagination. I would love to see, and it doesn't have to be a forced thing. So if it doesn't come this season and got to, but one day I would love to see a Nicki Minaj Cardi B record and, you know, anybody else that they feel is relevant at the time, just because they're both moms now and they're both doing this thing and they both look great under the big light. So that's why I would like to see them together. It doesn't have to happen, but if it does, it would be a sweet treat for me. Female unity in hip hop. It would be like, oh yeah, we did motorsport, but here we are now. Um, that's really it. That's all the things that I wanted to talk about. I will let you all do your listens lately first before you can obviously share any opinions that you have. And then I will share my listens lately. So, friend, I would like to start with you. What is on your heart? What is on your playlist? What you been listening so, to? So I'm looking and I'm like, why doesn't it look like I haven't been listening to anything? <laughs> I think. It's, right. It feels like music kind of like been happening. Like around. a lot of stuff has dropped. It, but I I think I'm still on um, Shelly, FK Drum. Like mm-hmm, we talked about mm-hmm, that last yes. week and I'm still sitting with it. So I can't really say. I do want, you know what? I do want to shout out Amorphous because he dropped yes, yes. his first single, his debut single featuring Kehlani. And that song, right, which is insane because we literally saw him get it out the mud via Twitter and is now about to absolutely 1000% debut on Billboard charts. Um, and the song is called Back Together. And actually, let's play it. Let's, let's show the, let's show him some love, him and Kehlani. And this is how it goes. I ain't gon' miss it. 
just imagine him in the studio. Like, I'm really, I'm really working on my first single <laughs> with Kehlani. Like, that's gotta be like, surreal. Because I know so you dope. mentioned how how much she means to, or excuse me, how much they mean to him. And I thought that was just cool that he really got that opportunity. Like, life is insane. So cool to witness. Congratulations. And I'm here for it. It's a beautiful track. Kehlani sounds amazing as always. Feels like warm weather. Right. I and enjoy. he posted a picture <sighs> with Victoria Monet. Did you see that? I was like, ah! <laughs> yes, I did see that. Look, oh, I knew he God. was going to love that. I have right. not let go of Jaguar. Like anything Victoria puts out, I'm in. So the fact that he may have a second single with her, at least that's what I'm going to project and assume. Or at least they got together with their pens. Whatever it is, it's going to be good. So he's already hitting 10, Hell 10, yeah. 10. Oh, I watched Legendary, but I'll wait for the, the TV. I just said that because of the 10, 10, 10. It made me think of it. <laughs> <laughs> because you did what to be needed done. to be done. <laughs> All right, Dustin Ross, what you got? What you been listening to? So it's called Blue Ego by Sean Ross. Oh, shit. Yes. For the rest of it, yo, that production is Josh Davis. Yeah, Blue Ego, dope song. Shout out to Sean Ross. Sean Next Ross. song I'm gonna play is called "Pump It Up." Here's the news by MC Hammer. Sean Ross, the title, the song title, Blue Ego. Got it. Because I just I pulled up and it's a whole a whole uh, album. I was like, which one is it? All right, got it. Yep. Um, and then the last song that I'm gonna play, I'm about to put y'all up on a little song by Goose Goose called "Stay the Ride." Check it out. 
I've been in Brooklyn. <laughs> I was like, Dustin's, Dustin's reminded me of the, uh, when you see the EDM DJs in Ibiza and they'd be like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you look like. Like this, Fred. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're little like subtle bops. <laughs> so cute. I'm with yeah, it. So I'm with it. You outside. You outside. Shout out to Thumbing by Cash Dial. That's this, it. That's this it. Outside Vaccinated, baby. <laughs> For my picks, I want to everybody, I mentioned this song before, but I'm only going to play it again just so you can remember how much of a bop it is because this artist is releasing a video, but this artist, her name is Gwen Bunn. Um, She has a song with Faith Evans and it's called Between the Lines. And this song's been out for a minute, but she's now finally giving Mm -hmm. us the visual for it. So for those of you that are not familiar with the song, I am going to play it for you. And this is how it goes. It's just like a little clip in the middle. So yeah, that's Gwen Bunn featuring oh, that Faith Evans. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he yes. was like, I thought that was the girl Gwen. So, I was like, damn, she sounds just like Faith. Like her voice is crazy. That's dope. I love Faith's voice, man. So, the yeah, way that her, is, you know, I love, how love, her, love like, Faith's voice. Some artists have that kind of range and can hit that, but it's something about the tone. Like she just hits my chest anytime she takes it up. I'm like, Ooh. oh, Faith, I love you. I love your voice. Yes. What a, what a joy. What a wonder. What a collaboration. Um, there is an artist okay. not named R.O.E. Roe. Have you heard no, of her? Let me see. Maybe Versus Wade. <laughs> Which may be overturned soon. She, so Roe, this young lady, she put out a project. It is called My Way. Wow. And she oh, looks gorgeous. So there. Yeah. She, isn't she pretty? A lovely looking young lady put out a seven song project. I think there were a couple of these might have been singles, but one of the songs that was released outside of this project that is on this project is called Fool For You. And I heard this song and there are a lot of good songs on this project, but I just want to pull ones that people should be familiar with if they aren't. And if they aren't, then, you know, this way, if you ever go to a show or something, you can be like, oh, I know that one, too. So you don't just listen to the album and like them all or the ones that aren't the hits. So this is Ro, R-O-E. And this is I tell you one thing before you play it? Yeah, Every song I've ever heard called Fool For You has been incredible. So I have really high expectations. Uh-oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell me what it means to fall in love. Cause I got the answers. I got no availability. And this all because of us. Taking my time, controlling my mind. Sucking the pain in the back. Yeah. 
it's something about like women when they have like that like low and then that sultry like it's just something she really really lovely about her voice. So it's just all pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nothing so that's row. Um, I love that. Hey. That's row featuring friend. <laughs> hey friend. Hey. <laughs> I want Fran on No More. Ooh. I want you to get on the remix to No More Parties by Koi LeRae, Fran. What? Yeah, now you would go off. <laughs> Hell yeah. She that little say, baby. You trying to eat off my plate? <laughs> trying to eat off me? Numb to the pain. You know oh my what? God, did you see people being mean to her on Twitter? Somebody was like, thank God Nikki's back. Y'all was giving Koi LeRae too much attention. She was like, I am not a rapper, y'all. How <laughs> she, is that? I was like, that's so mean. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I did oh, wonder. I think she's God. numb to the pain. I, I will say, <laughs> and this is not shade. I know y'all be thinking it's shade. But when I first heard her record, because Asante, I feel like you put me on. I was like, let me listen to this girl and see what the hoopla is, because you see her name everywhere. And then I did wonder what she considers herself. <laughs> is it rap? Is it singing? Is Are we talking? I just was not. It's a different genre. Like, kids nowadays don't really have to have vocals. They can talk in a cool enough way to ride the beat and it's like a song so i wonder what that's called because she even said it she's like i'm not a rapper i don't think <laughs> i think she's not a singer she's a creative i'm like okay she says he's an artist an yeah. artist yeah yeah no you're right you're absolutely right friend that's it's not shady genre. because that like has been a long it's a question it's a yeah, question that's, it's been a like a question. that's yeah that's been like a a, a long-term like conversation that's been ongoing that no one's ever like put any answer to so like, what do i we hope call that it? people just allow people to be themselves and people try to say that about know, janae but, but i certain... actually disagree i think janae can sing she's a singer mm-hmm. like those runs and her technical ability she might not hit you yeah. with like a, a powerhouse vocal but you can't say the girl can't sing like come on you don't think Janelle Mon- Janelle right. I was about to say Janelle Monet. You don't think Janelle Aiko can you sing can. and I am telling you from Dream Girls. <laughs> okay, well She can't. So I don't even know how it's we got this. I don't even know why that was a what? Just ask. <laughs> very, very. I hope very. she puts that out um, just off the string. And I- Okay, what well, would wait, this is a good <laughs> conversation though, right? Because what do you oh, classify Lord. Fetty Wap as? Because I think Fetty Wap can fucking sing. I don't care what nobody says. That then it. Yeah, hell yeah, think about my way. He be singing the shit out of my way, man. Fetty Wap can sing. I don't give a damn. I I, I will honor that you feel that way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, you know, I mean that is fair because that also said- makes me think about. Um, <laughs> That makes me think about R&B artists, too. And then if they do something a little too alternative or disco or something, people are like, oh, is this still R&B? Yeah. So it's like, I, I think about the, the the genre bending and the blurring of lines all the time. And I just, I have personally chosen to let people do what they do. But before I get too far away, the fact that you mentioned Coy LeRae has me down because I talked a couple weeks about um, So Icy right. Girls, a right, Gucci right. Mane's group. So there's so they're a duo and they put out uh, music separately too and um, enchanting the uh, smaller girl of the two. Sorry, I hope that's not offensive, but the younger dark skin or the dark skin girl of the two, I guess she uh, she raps, 
from what I know of the group, and I didn't know if anything <clears> before, <throat> and literally I was just doing this before we recorded the show, and I wasn't going to talk about this, but since you mentioned Koi LeRae, and they had just put this song out, they have a new song out called Freaky Deaky, but uh, Enchanting, the girl from So Icy Girls, she actually has a really good <clears throat> singing voice, and you would never know that <laughs> from her being a rapper in this group. I just found she that to be very interesting. She sings on this new track? I'm not going to play any of it. No, she doesn't. Uh, I was listening to it, and then I guess Spotify just played oh, me like her old stuff okay. instead of you know the Got single you. she's been releasing. And somebody was singing, and I'm like, oh, who is this featured on the song? And I guess they played it because the song um, Koi is singing on the song, so they were like, well, let me play another uh, singing song from this artist. And I had no idea she sang. So shout out to Enchanting. You need to get that singing voice back in some of these records or on the record, or I guess if you just want to rap like a whispering nigga, that swag also works for me too, but I know a lot of people hate it. So it's I'm interesting because I feel like I a lot of that. people have more to offer, but rather play into the sound mm-hmm. of today. <laughs> Stop it, Justin. <laughs> I'm okay, serious. So- I feel like they can do more, but they want to play into these. <laughs> you know what? Fran, she's singing. She said, how I get that? That's singing, Fran. That's singing, Fran. Listen. Okay. I'm going to just talk mm-hmm. about one last Please. thing. Or I'm, I'm, Teacher Moses has a new song singing. called Make Me. Make Love sure y'all go it. listen Love to it. that. A singer. A singer's a singer. singer, to be exact. You're, you're, you're like, singer's favorite I just want to talk singer. about that and make sure I... Yes. Uh, Teacher Moses, go listen to that. Oh, hold on. Let That's me all for a like music band segment. To play that teacher. You want to play it? All right, so this is Teacher Moses. This is Make Me. We ain't gotta make it complicated. Either you want it or you don't. Love me or you won't. But I won't wait. Cause I don't wait. You say I'm on your mind. But then call me on the phone. Tell me what you own. Pop up on the real one one time. If I'm really on your mind, show me now. So yeah, I'm that's Teacher that Moses. That's make me press stop on our recording. <laughs> yes. Wow. I'm telling you, Teacher Moses, she's a vibe. That's a vibe. That's really mm-hmm. why I wanted to end it there. But because I, I just had this one last thing, and then I promise you, it's going to just actually segue in the TV Land segment. Uh, I was really pleased, uh, and don't take this seriously, but I was really pleased to see uh, Sky Townsend on the Black a uh, Black Lady Sketch Show, the and they did a skit, and. I've always loved Sky Townsend. She has put out like skits on the internet over the years, pretending mm-hmm. to be like Beyonce and stuff like that. So it's good to see her on TV um, in a place where her comedy efforts can be celebrated and enhanced as well. Okay. So they did a skit on there. I don't want to ruin it it's for anybody that wants to watch. So for any of y'all that have seen it, you might be familiar with the song. But this song is called Air. 
And it's Sky Towns. It's Sky okay. Townsend, okay? The song is ridiculous. How many of y'all breathe air? Every time I wake, I'm woke. Every time I blaze, I smoke. Every time I pray, is prayer. And every time I breathe, is air. All I breathe is air. Anytime I open my eyes, I see. that you know the words already <laughs> wait so i can't because vowels. this kid <laughs> so I was, was like i can't, yes. I, I can't. <laughs> listen if miguel can do hey, it because <laughs> y'all know in that one song y'all know in that one song miguel was singing the vowels <laughs> he was like hey, who the hell produced hey, it uh sesame street <laughs> So this is hey, on the show. Hey, but that this skit, was on the show as part of skit. This is on the show and it's part of <laughs> one of the skits okay. and she's performing. Okay. So in context, it's really, really fucking funny. But Sky Townsend is she hilarious is to me. So her doing all that. And it was very uh, reminiscent of avocados. <laughs> so I thought it was a cute little skit. So shout out to Sky Townsend. Shout out to Robert Thede and everybody yes, over at Black Lady sure. Sketch Show. And that is the segue because we are done with the Music Man segment. And that's the same way to TV land. So Dustin Ross, what have you been watching? But first, I want to hear Fran's questions about Portia. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till he gets there. <laughs> all right, all right. No, we we can, let's start there, right? Because the show's off the air, so there's nothing to even discuss about the Real Housewives of Atlanta. You Damn. Know? So okay. we can actually go straight to yeah. We can. The reunion was last week, so we can actually go straight to the Portia scandal. It, it's no the secret scandal. that she has. Announced that she stole Fallon uh, Gubadia's husband, Simon. Um, after their divorce, Portia announced that they had been in a relationship for a month. And that's her nigga. She got a big rock on her finger. So that's what my question. Know, she said her, mm-hmm. Were they actually friends? Portia said no. Portia said that they're not friends. People like Tammy Roman and Nene Leakes have supported that by saying that although on the screen we saw them in the lower third say, you know, Fallon, Portia's friend. And we saw Portia go mm. into her house and her say, you know, this is my husband, Simon. And she shook Simon's hand when Fallon said, this is my husband, Simon. And they talked and stuff. We saw Portia and him having that conversation at their house. Portia was in their house. Mm-hmm. And so we saw Portia in their house talking to this <laughs> man, lady and her husband in their house. <laughs> and so um, next thing we know, Portia is at her house with, Fallon's husband and Portia's baby daddy and she announced that they were in a relationship and she has a humongous emerald diamond ring on her finger it's been estimated at like between three quarters of a million and one million dollars in value he's he's his estimated net worth is 40 million dollars serial entrepreneur successful entrepreneur um bit to a teaching seeking for my behalf uh, for my taste I saw you tweet Um, that where you felt like he was talking too much he reminds me of Tamar's dirty ass ex boyfriend, David. Uh, Adefe- what was whatever his name? Adefeso, I believe, was his last name. 
He was a rat. He looked like a rat. And and he turned out to be a dirty, low-down rat in the street. And I hope that Simon is not like that because for other, you know, all other reasons, he's a filthy rich guy that, of course, is smitten with Portia. So anything else you want to know? I mean, honestly, that was my biggest question. I'm like, is that her friend? Because we also know on those shows, they don't really be friends. They just bring each other on and call each other that. And I know that from Latoya, you know. So I'm like, I know she was a nobody's friend. Like, so it just they say they set it up how they need to. So that's why I was like, is that her so friend? Portia is she maybe? getting killed? Yeah. yeah, she getting killed over this one. It's really just like someone that got brought on the show. But I agree, it's shady regardless because like you are in their there house. Like I get that part. I get that part. And that's that's I think is the part that's the bottom line hard for people to kind of you know what I'm saying really take. Um, but you know, shout out to Portia because hey, you do what you got to do, and she did Having... that. And that's the way of the world. That's how it works. I remember when my um my daddy's cousin who was like my uncle his wife died she's like an aunt to us very sweet very like nurturing she's like a second mother to me and I remember when she passed away we were 16 years old and a bunch of the women who sat up in the church with them after in her death tried to get with her husband like blatantly. you hear was, that all women the was time. bringing them over to the house all that kind of shit and I remember seeing that and at 16 understanding that that was in a pro that you know those women were crossing a a line of you know it just was inappropriate to me and i remember and to this day if i seen some of them old windbags walking down the street i probably would just <laughs> look the other way real hard and mean you know what i'm saying because i just to this day <laughs> i just don't trust them so that but happens that's like a lot, this is that's us what, that's what's going on do y'all watch this is us at all oh yeah she got with his uh his low down mm-hmm. ass friend yep and it's yep. just like normal and i'm like every time he comes on screen i'm like am i the only one that thinks this is so odd <laughs> <laughs> Look at Dustin's face. It I'm telling you, like I can't, I can't stand it. <laughs> so, but that's the Porsche story. Mm, okay. um, she has defended it. She said that they are in love. And today, I saw a clip from her on Dish Nation. I guess it was yesterday or either earlier this morning when she was saying that uh, she prayed for a man like that, and God said, "Here he is." Wow, that's what she said. So. <laughs> I mean, you've seen you seen that tweet it. where it said, don't, don't, said. Um, don't stop yourself from, what is it, from someone else's husband? Y'all know that tweet that circulates everyone. The love of your life may be someone else's husband right now. <laughs> That's what the tweet is. Did you see her? Um, they, they got all kind of memes and shit. Her standing in front of a Porsche car ad talking about move fast, move faster. And it's like her it. standing next to a Porsche. <laughs> Uh, it's all kind of shit. Now, do you on, think? Like, okay, one last question. Do you think in that mm-hmm. scene where they're meeting, do you think they actually were meeting, or di- is this something that was happening then already? I think they were meeting. Okay. I think they were meeting in that scene. That's when she met him. Because I saw people acting like, I think Claudia Jordan had alluded to the fact that they had that this was like a long term thing so that they knew each well, other Well, longer than Portia is saying okay. is what I be, what it was alluded to Got you know you. what I'm saying longer than the month month one month I mean, longer hey. than the one month that Portia is saying you know it took so it looks weird to me too because I think there was a storyline happening where they were trying to make it seem like Portia knew Fallon because Dennis knew mm-hmm. Simon. So it's like Portia and Dennis knew Simon. And that's how she was tied to Fallon. But that was still weird to me because it was like, so are, are Dennis and Simon like trading you off? Like, even that was weird. Because the way that they're like being, 
I mean, even um, I, there's something positive to be said about how amicable, amicable it all looks, but then it's kind of right. weird too because of the times. So it's kind of hard to really like make room for it for me for it to be okay. I guess. Like, I guess ultimately, <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. But when I look at it, it's like weird that <laughs> ain't nothing. Some all people, right, with Portia getting with that man that she knew was with that woman. There are pictures. Well, there are pictures like of she's okay you to save face. There are pictures right. of <laughs> right, right, that right. woman. There are pictures of Portia. I believe her sister or either Shamia. Forgive me because I can't remember who the third person is. And Fallon. Fallon is there out at a club partying. Fallon has her that. hand on Portia's knee. They out Twitter. getting to know each other, y'all. Come on, y'all. Now, how long have Portia like, just, and Dennis been apart? They never really have been apart. They've been off and on. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? So we were still unclear yeah. about that. Not that uh, it's so any of our business, but as far as like just... viewers of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. So that's why yeah, everybody is going crazy. I get it. I mean. Okay. When you put your love and life out there. I hope we gain some clarity in this three-part special. <laughs> we're moving on to other TV news. Uh <laughs> Um, Justin's I can't Cabaret. wait for Abbott Elementary on ABC, which is the new comedy si- scripted comedy series from Queen. Is it Quinta or Quinta Brunson? Quinta. It's Quinta. 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 Okay, mm-hmm. like the, like the hotel. The Quinta. <laughs> Quinta Brunson has a new comedy series Shout called Abbott Elementary, Quinta, and the the trailer. It looks so funny. When I tell you, it's it coming from me, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's her, Shirley Ralph, Tyler James Williams. Um, uh, who else was in that in that first clip that I saw? All these actors that you recognize. Yeah. It's set in an elementary school. It looks absolutely hilarious. Okay? I believe I it. I cannot wait if for this show. she's a part of it, I yeah. cannot wait. Yeah, she right. has that. I then, think yeah. she has that. Yeah, she's like, you know how some actors just know what fucking project to pick? I feel like she has that. I can't wait. Um, one other good thing to speak about is the series Queens that's coming out to ABC with uh, Naturi Norton, Eve, Brandy, and another actress. I can't remember her yes. name, but they play a group that was 20 years uh, into their career and then they get back together and they have to figure out how to you know, navigate the, navigate the industry and all the other shit. The, did you I guys see the trailer clip that they showed? I literally just saw it no. right before we recorded. I, it just dropped on my timeline. And I was curious about the young lady that you didn't name because I was like, I wonder mm-hmm. what made them pick she was gorgeous. Three too. celebs yeah. and then a new person. Unless she's just new to us. Maybe she's been out here. I don't know. But Nadine. Yeah, Velasquez. like I was like, it's interesting that they didn't just go for four names just straight up, you know? I was just curious, but it it looks interesting. I don't know. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Um, and it looked interesting to me too, friend. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I was like, but I love the fact that Eve kept it moving. She got on down from the talk. She said, "You sharing your bad eating ass husband? All of you motherfuckers, y'all fuck y'all. I'm out of here." And she went over to ABC and got back into her acting game, which I love. Naturi Norton, love. another another Already fucking series. Like I love the fact that she's oh my god! And remember, she was on the Playboy Club on NBC. Then now she did yes, Power, I, I success, still on Power. Now 
Yeah, now she is on. It got canceled early, but she, she was, was great. Good on there. I just love her acting I, as an actor. I love the fact that she's continued to work. I believe in like I just like to see people win like that. Mm-hmm. And in that little trailer clip, the way she was looking when they were sitting at that table talking about getting back together, she was like, <laughs> it, just, "It just like. looked funny." Like it looked. I'm like, she's going. She's. I'm gonna enjoy her in this. Um, and Brandy, I can't wait to watch that. I've seen that and trailer. Brandy. They didn't really have her in the trailer. Why? Did- and Brandy. Well, I, I love Brand. I love Brandy. Period. Period. And I love Brandy as an actor. So I'm, I'm on board with this. I'm excited this be to good. see Brandy on screen again. Like, me too. Because she was great on Star, which I'm still. I still have residual, you know, pain. I'm yeah, still upset about Star. It's funny you're mentioning Star yeah, I still because Star. the tweet that I saw posting this trailer said. This is going to be a replacement for the void in their heart that Star left. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still listen to that music from Star. Me too. I, like, still. <laughs> I'm still mad. Shit. Y'all really love Lee that Daniels. show. Hell yeah. That was my I'm, shit. I'm still pissed off because <laughs> it didn't deserve to end. And it was great. It was great television. And I'm mad as hell. Yes. People always told me, they always said, if it's one thing that you'll love about Star, it's the music. And they always said that to me, and it didn't start to click for me until that Kiki Palmer song got hot. And then from there, Dustin was like, you got to watch the show. Like, Dustin was like, the show, the show, the show. And so after watching the show, the show had some really good fucking moments. There were some great conversations happening in it, even though it was ridiculous or whatever. Like, nobody wants that shit to be super heavy when they tackle certain subject matters. And especially when you're viewing it from a black lens, too, a lot of that shit is kind of as a matter of fact. And so I loved the writing on Star. I actually loved the music from Star. And I don't think this is going to be a replacement for Star, but I'm still very excited about this Me because too. I do love Eve and I'll be watching her uh, her old show on um, HBO Max. It's the shit. She's still And the last Shelly. thing on TV I want to talk about is uh, old Pumbaa looking ass Angela Stanton, who was on um, <laughs> Dr. Phil like, with her who? transgender daughter, JV. Right? <laughs> Not a son. She. <laughs> <laughs> I die every time he does this. She uh she uh was on Dr. Field with her transgender daughter JB's. Um and she was just a complete nightmare, um, insufferable on the stage. Her daughter, who I, her other daughter, who I believe was like eleven or twelve, was so smart, so well spoken, trying to reason with her mother. Dr. Field was completely exhausted. They had another um person who in the audience who was offering uh, commentary and context to the conversation. She was exhausted. It was a train wreck to watch. And I could not believe how brazen and bold and hateful she was in the things that she was saying. To um, her Dr. child? Com- mm-hmm. So they were there because Dr. She, com- she's at odds. They were there because their relationship is completely estranged. Oh. You know, Angela Stanton, King, um, and the King is on the end of her last name because... Martin Luther King Jr.'s niece is her godmother. So she put King on the end of her name as she went through her political aspirations. Okay. Which, by the way, um, once wow, she got her ass whipped by uh, the Democratic um, congresswoman in Georgia who beat her ass, the final vote tally was like 14.1% or 14.9% to 85.1%. So she got washed. It was a landslide. Shit. Because she's not good enough. Right. Anyway, I go. I take a deep dive Um about I take a deep dive into this rather on our Patreon channel. So look forward to that coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I just want you guys to know Angela Stanton is literally the scum of the earth. Mm. And if you watch this and then you watch the Instagram live video that she went into after she left the set that day when they originally was shot that episode, you'll see exactly why I say that. So go on Dr. Phil's YouTube channel and watch that episode and then go on YouTube and look up Angela Stanton's live after Dr. Phil. And it'll all make sense, and we'll talk about it again some other time. Probably Shit. on Patreon. I'm gonna watch it. I That's didn't it even for know TV Land this week. I didn't know Doctor Phil was still a thing. That's pretty wild out here. <laughs> hmm Yeah, so cool. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for us this week. This was a really good show. I love you guys as always. Love you too. Thank you guys for listening. We love you guys, and we'll catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. <laughs> When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.